This is Mental Health and You with WCPA. We're your hosts, Taylor Kennedy, Caitlin Schaefer, and Jacqueline Simplecamp. Our podcast covers mental health topics for you. From us, licensed mental health professionals. Let's get to this week's episode. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to Mental Health and You. We hope your week is off to a great start. So like we mentioned last week, we have another Ask the Therapist episode for you. I'm really excited because today we're going to talk about navigating your 20s. This topic is huge, and I'm so glad a listener asked us to discuss this today. Me too, guys. Your 20s really are such a time of finding yourself, in my opinion. There's so many ups and downs that come within these years. Something I love helping my clients through is phase of life transitions in general, and your 20s are full of them. I mean, think about it. 10 years of changes and growth and hardships. You guys know what I mean. Oh, yes, I do. I feel like I'm (laughs) right in the middle of it and you're hitting it spot on. I'm only halfway through my 20s, but if I had to pick a few words to really represent the years thus far, I would say they would be similar to what you just said. It's been full of growth, transitions, and transformations. Yeah, my 20s was very much a decade of figuring out what I want and who I am. It was really fun, I feel like, but also challenging at the same time, which is kind of conflicting at times. But yeah, it's definitely an interesting kind of phase. I think so too. So I'm on the later end of the 20s. And just thinking back, I just think every single year you see yourself change so much. And Mm -hmm. it's really just an indicator of how much you do grow and change during this time. When I think of getting through and experiencing your 20s, I think of developing as an individual. Generally, this is a person's time to kind of get out on their own in many different ways and really find out who they are at their core, I feel like. Yeah, like force themselves to stay on their own two feet or at least try in some way. And I feel like your early 20s and late 20s, they seem very different. I can already tell so much difference in myself from like 20 to 25 So I I don't know. I'm interested to see what's to come. But also your early 20s compared to late 20s are pretty different in terms of development too, right? So throughout someone's life, there's a lot of fundamental human development that takes place, obviously. And when we think about our early 20s, for me, the first thing that comes to mind is definitely turning 21. You know, being young and thriving and struggling your way through college or whatever program you're in and gaining responsibilities in life. But also your early 20s, your body is like physically thriving. Our reproductive systems, gross motor abilities, lung capacities, et cetera, are operating literally at their best. And this decade of life is just such a prominent time in development, I feel like, in those areas. Yeah, Taylor, I'm really glad you brought up those more like physical or biological parts of the early 20s because I think they are really important. And our brains aren't even fully developed until the age of 25. So that alone kind of says a lot, in my opinion, about the importance of our physical and mental health in our 20s. Yeah, I feel like my next phase as I go into like the next part of my 20s is really coming to terms with who I am and Mm. connecting with myself. I've already started to do that more um, and really just finding myself and what I want and how to drive my life. I think that's so true. Like even thinking about the gap from 25 to 28 is huge. At least it's been for me. And I just think even going along into 30 is going to be a huge change too. And I think ideally in your 20s comes personal acceptance as well. Learning more about you and loving yourself for that. And you guys are right. Once our brains and bodies are fully developed, I think we have more access to being able to reach this level of self-acceptance. For sure. I mean, I think mid to late 20s, people are usually 
starting to settle into a career or looking more seriously into finding a life partner or overall just some pretty big life choices are made in, in that time frame. I think to make these choices, we really do tend to have to reflect on ourselves and figure out who we are as individuals. There's a lot of learning that happens in your 20s in relation to your professional life as well, I feel like. We get on a career path and start addressing those more long-term goals in life. Your 20s, in my opinion, are when you really start exploring what would fulfill you in those areas, you know, professionally and in those long-term areas and how you're going to get there. I don't know. I feel like a lot of decisions that are made in your 20s have some some form of an impact in some capacity on your long-term professional goals. Am I wrong there? What do you guys think? I think you're right. I like how you Mm -hmm. say some impact because we're definitely not trying to convey that things you do now are going to set you in stone in a decision or not in the future, but they do certainly impact what might happen for you later on. So yeah, your 20s are really a time when you figure out what you do and don't like And those things really help you decide what is going to be best for you in the future. Yeah. And as we grow as individuals and start to figure some of those things out, those things can also really impact our relationships. I mean, when we start to kind of understand who we are and what we want, we then kind of tend to look at those relationships around us and how they impact us. I would say a lot of people experience a growth as well, besides kind of professionally in their personal relationships in their 20s, in the sense of like really figuring out the genuine people in their lives that they want or need around them. And the way we look at friendships or intimate partners and even family members can really shift in this phase of life, in my opinion. You're so spot on. It's so true. I mean, relationships just change so much over the course of a life, but I don't know. I think the 20s are just such a huge time for that. Wait, I love that. You just threw me for a whole loop. Like now sitting here in my head, like, yes, like my that is so much, even my first five years of what has really changed my friendships, my relationships with families, professional relationships. I don't know, a lot like academic. It really is. It's so interesting to kind of like reflect back on that. And getting engaged. So into Yeah, that's a big deal. With all of these changes in growth happening, we also can't help but acknowledge the struggles and the hardships too. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of developing in this decade in life is about getting through tough times and really seeing what you can handle and what you're made of in a way. And not trying to be cheesy here, but those difficult periods are what helps shape us into who we are and it teaches us that we can get through it too. Our 20s really are a decade of just figuring it out. <laughs> <laughs> it was really, really hard sometimes. I agree with you, Jack, on as cliche as it sounds. The struggles are surely what helps shape us. I always just fake it till I make it. Yes. <laughs> sometimes I'm like, am I even doing this right? I don't know. We're going to fake it and we're going to yeah. go with it. We're going to see. One other big thing that I hear clients and even friends or family share is that they find themselves comparing where they're at in life you know, to others a lot in their 20s. People are all over the place, though, in their 20s. So sometimes our peers get to where they want to be, whether that's relationship-wise or career-wise, kind of like we've been saying. They might get to those places quicker than us, and then that can make us feel like we're behind in life or we're not doing good enough, quote-unquote. Obviously, this is not true, but in the moment, I think it's really, really difficult to navigate our journey through this phase of life without comparing our journey to others. 
I've definitely done it myself too. You know, you see other people and you're like, okay, should I be doing that? Or am I far enough or doing well enough? It can be hard to not do that sometimes. I think it's tempting, especially when people are sharing their milestones all the time. You can't help but compare yourself sometimes. Yeah, Yeah, social social media media makes it always in your face. Caitlin, great (laughs) mind. No, it's always in your face. So you always know what everyone else is doing. But also challenging yourself because I, Jacqueline, I'm with you. Like I'm guilty 100%. Like, yes. But recently I've been really trying to challenge myself and my clients and, you know, just those around us or me to not view it as better than or less than and just be different because we're all different people and our morals and values. So what's really drives us is different. So therefore our life path or, you know, how we reach those long-term goals and our timelines for doing so are going to look different. And, Mm. you know, my family is one of those that we aren't all traditional. And so it helped me kind of learn and challenge myself in these ways because I had to look at those around me and say, they're not less than, like, they're still successful. They did their own way. Sometimes the harder way is the longer way, you know, or I have members that haven't finished college and they're still very successful and it might have taken them longer, but it was different. And they maybe traveled instead. And so then for them traveling was way more important than making those life experiences than jumping right into the professional world. That's fine. I have others that went to like trade schools because for them, they liked that rather than like an academic program. I don't know. I just think that instead of comparing, accepting it as different, maybe admiring or challenging yourself to learn from those or like, I don't know grow in other ways and just recognizing it's different, but it doesn't have to be like less than or better than what you're Mm -hmm. doing. Yeah, I definitely see what you're saying because we're not all on the same path. We're not all cookie cutters. We're not supposed to be the same anyway. And so just recognizing that everyone is doing their own thing and that's how it's supposed to be. I mean, we're designed to be different. Our DNA is different. Like as human Mm -hmm. beings, we are all designed to be different. Yeah. I love that, Taylor. That's a really good way to look at that. So yeah, I talk quite a lot about this with my clients too. Just feelings of inadequacy or not feeling like they're doing enough because of arbitrary societal pressure or seeing people's highlights in social media, kind of like we touched on. Something I do want to make clear is that your 20s are yours. What other people are doing or how other people are living their lives is irrelevant to you and your experience. Each person's life is so individualized, and I think there's room for anything in your 20s. Yeah, Jacqueline, I think you really tied that in with what Taylor just said. You know, like we're different, and that's perfect. It's beautiful. That's what we're meant to be. And I think that comparison piece is just something that a lot of people actually end up regretting, maybe. I don't know. I hear a lot of clients and even family and friends in their 30s or 40s saying they wish they wouldn't have been so hard on themselves or compared themselves so much to others in their 20s. I frequently hear that actually they wish they would have just enjoyed it, right? Just taking that time to be fully present in the moment, not falling into kind of the pressures that you guys are talking about. So I don't know. I think the 20s, it's just a really kind of hard time to navigate some time and to just be fully present, but it's really important to try as hard as you can to just enjoy that time and of finding yourself really. If we don't live in the present ever, kind of like what you're talking about, Caitlin, it's easier for life to become overwhelming really quickly. Yeah. Life is hard. It's hard for everyone. And prioritizing time to, you know, recharge, slow down and really be in the moment is important for your health. And that's one part of my youth I really I really want to take with me through life. I don't want to lose that. 
as I continue like growing up and gaining responsibilities. Like I want to be able to still slow down and recharge and not put too much on my plate. That's really so important. It can be so hard to do once you do kind of get into, you know, different phases of life in your professional career or whatever. But taking time to just enjoy the things that make you happy and feel good is so, so needed in this time of the 20s transition and figuring things out. Thank you for saying that. Yes, prioritizing yourself. We're not saying that other people in your life don't matter, but it's this concept again that taking care of yourself isn't selfish. Figuring out who you are and what you want, there isn't anything wrong with that at all. Okay, I have a perfect example of this because this morning I knew I should probably be checking my phone in case you lovely ladies were texting me about the podcast. (laughs) But instead, I didn't take my phone out of my off my nightstand and I went and did some self-care painting. And then it set an alarm. And so I just was like, yeah, I'm not going. I hope they don't need me because I need some self-care this morning. So I love it. That you guys don't matter. You both know I love you. Yeah. But I want to be able to have fun and be me on this podcast. So I need to do some self-containment. I wasn't late. My priorities were still on track. But I, yeah. you know, filled my cup a little bit. Yes. Another thing I think is really important when navigating your 20s is to make the most of it. We can't always take life so seriously. There are going to be struggles. That's life. Kind of like what I said earlier, life is hard. There are always going to be hardships and adversities. There always have been. There always will be going forward. However, we get to decide how we grow and learn through these struggles. My parents are perfect role models for me in this, and I got really lucky. Um, my mom especially, like, I feel like, drilled this into us. And it was something they really tried to teach my sisters and I. With every challenge or adversity that you have, it's okay to be upset, like totally fine, feel your feelings, but there is opportunity for growth in those yeah. challenges. And if you take the time to be upset, you know, grieve, do that first, then challenge yourself to find that opportunity. These challenges can make you stronger if you allow them to. I didn't always like it. I'll make that very clear. When I was younger, I'd be like, <laughs> yeah. no, I don't see how this consequence is going to make me a better person dad but whatever (laughs) but now now I really get it if you treat every challenge like it's the end of the world life is miserable Mm -hmm. if you feel your feelings and then grow from it or do something about it it's a little bit more manageable No, I really love how you say that because you're right. Maybe in the moment we can't see or understand how this challenge is going to help us. But looking back, I think we're typically grateful in a way that it happened because it made us learn something or it helped us gain a skill that we didn't have or something like that. So I think that's really good advice, honestly. Good mom and dad. (laughs) You have good family. And then something else you guys were talking about earlier just reminded me of how I think a lot of the time in your 20s, you're passionate and you're excited about life and you're more present, I think, than maybe people are during other times of their life. And that's something that I really want to take with me too, is just having that, whatever, this is dumb, but like zest for life or whatever, just really caring about that stuff because we can't get wrapped up in all the little things that really won't matter at the end of the day. Lana Del Rey taught me that you need a lust for life. (laughs) <laughs> okay so i'm with it. you jacqueline you don't want to ever stop lusting for life no exactly and i will say personally i feel like my 20s i was so career focused that i don't think i was able to live in the present now looking back i weirdly miss it so i think in my 30s i've 
kind of shared the goals you guys have of just trying to really just love life and live it fully and be in the present more. So again, it kind of goes back to what Taylor was saying. You learn from, you know, kind of what you do, I guess, and your experiences. So no matter what happens in your 20s, you're learning and you're growing. I mean, you built yourself the most beautiful life with your husband in your 20s. So now you can enjoy it. Yes. And so so it was just different. Yeah. And I got to say, so far, my 20s are shaping up to be some of my best years yet. With all this being said, we want to touch on how a 20-something can take care of their mental health. Sometimes in your 20s, mental health concerns come up and this is the time to face it. Even if there isn't some underlying mental health issue, this time period is crucial for learning how to take care of your mental health for sure. Yeah, a time like this that's full of transitions and figuring out who we are takes a lot of self-reflection. It also might mean kind of looking at our past, right? And our childhood and how that shaped us up to this point. So obviously I might be a little biased, but talking to a therapist during your 20s to figure out all of these dynamics of your past and your present can be life-changing. It really sets people up for a healthier future, which is what we're all working towards. So it makes sense. But besides, um, you know, a therapist, also just having a good support system of friends or family members is so important to support that mental health aspect. Going back to just kind of enjoying this phase of your life and doing things that make you really, really happy. Those moments that bring you that joy. And I feel like those are the things that fill your bucket, your emotional bucket, you know, and those are the things that are going to help push you through the really hard times that end up coming. Oh yeah. That's how you get like your cup full is like making time for those fun, lighthearted moments with Mm -hmm. the people that matter most. Um, especially in those strong, intimate relationships that you mentioned, like with your friends and family, like that support system that supports your mental health. And oh, I love it. And honestly, for me, and I feel like for majority of humanity, because we're social beings, well, some I shouldn't say all. It's a form of self-care in a way, finding new mm-hmm. ways to engage in self-care during these different phases of your 20s and the transitions of life is another tip I would give to everybody. Self-care will truly help you during these transitions. And like we always say, there's plenty you can do on your own to prioritize self-care and learn about what helps you mentally. Also, though, we're obviously huge advocates for starting and engaging in therapy. I think it's just so helpful to be able to have a neutral person to confide in and bounce ideas off of. And this can really aid in self-exploration and growth in your 20s. I feel like in general, our 20s have a huge impact on our adult life and future, even if we don't always realize it in the moment, kind of like what we talked about in this episode, which was nice. Yeah, I think this was a really relatable topic. I mean, everybody goes through their 20s. And so whether you're in your 20s or you're looking back on your 20s, I think people will really enjoy this. So I just want to take a minute to thank the listener that reached out to us to recommend this topic. We love these Ask the Therapist episodes. So DM us at mental health and you on Instagram to share what you thought of today's episode or to even just give us a topic you would like us to explore in our next Ask the Therapist segment. Next week, we've got another good one. We'll be talking about the power of forgiveness. Yay, I love forgiveness. It's really hard to foster for yourself as well. So I'm excited to explore this topic with everyone. Thanks so much for listening today, y'all. We'll see you next week. Later, Gators. Bye. Bye.